Scott and Liam versus Evil. One hundred and thirty-one pounds for an Uber. I kind of want to say it serves you right, but I don't. I don't really know much about Uber. To twenty-two miles, one hundred and thirty-one pounds. Did they tell you about any surcharges before you get out of the car? It's neither here nor there. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> they said two point seven times the regular fare. The regular fare for Glasgow to Hamilton is seventeen pounds. Not forty-eight pounds. That's quite. That's quite. Uh, it's quite good. And then they also take it right to your bank account, so you don't know it until the next day. Yeah, so the next did day. you get it back? Did you get it back? No. Did you complain? I complained. I had quite a back and forth in a message, and he stopped replying when I gave them five things that I could have spent that money on better than an Uber. I can't even remember. One was three nights off peak at a travelling or similar hotel. <laughs> uh, the third bid on a WWE Universal title signed by Kevin Owens on WWEauction.com. That's, uh, that's fair enough. No, isn't he actually? That's wrestling. Right? Nine blowjobs from a hooker underneath Central Station, like around the corner of the guys. Yep, looks so like about 15 Aye. quid a blowjob. And no, 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 you're, none of your sexy blowjobs for your Tenerife, that's for sure. Uh, they had no sexy blowjobs until like. <laughs> Disgusting. Neat, neat teeth, crack, crackhead <laughs> blowjobs. Eh? No, I don't know. The, I don't know them. <laughs> I don't. I don't know the hookers. Uh, I can't remember the auto, but they didn't reply after that. I was like, "Fuck you." Uber. So was this was this Uber or the driver you were having? No, this is Uber. And they've just dinged it. Just dinged it. <sighs> Take them into a small clowns court. Technically, I did. I did because did I did agree. agree that it would be two point seven times a regular fare. They didn't say what the regular fare would be. That's garbage, man. So fuck Uber. Hashtag fuck Uber. Fuck Uber. Fuck Uber. Welcome to Scott and Liam versus Evil episode 40-something. Seven. 47. Fuck me, man. We're heading to 50. We are. That's how numbers work. That's how numbers work. <laughs> I'm Liam. I'm Scott. And today we're going to talk. Uh, Rudy, our friend Rudy, requested... What? Did he request? He suggested Suggest. these two and we said yes and now I fucking hate him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. That's a lie. I don't. I don't. You're my boy, Rudy. I was like, you're an American boy. Well, that sounds more like Rihanna, doesn't it? Sounds like you went to fuck him. Who be my American boy? <laughs> you uh, can take that before you want. <laughs> We're going to talk about House on Haunted Hill from 1959 and the remake from 1999. I was well excited when I suggested this because I've only got fond memories of the remake at that time when uh-huh. was, this was suggested and the original, I think, is the fucking tits. Well, I have... Uh, I'd seen the, the remake and it turned out that I've actually seen the remake recently and possibly even after we had decided to do this episode because I must have watched it on the telly and then I had to go through one hell of a fucking rigmarole to actually see it because the DVD I bought on eBay for Music Magpie turned out to be an American copy and and I'd already left positive feedback to Music Magpie (laughs) about how great it was and it wouldn't play on anything so I had to then go and stream it and I found a stream last night illegally and plenty of boobs showing up on my screen which uh, compensated (laughs) the fact that there was no boobs in that movie. Um, Why are you prematurely given good reviews? But we're going back to I'd never seen uh, the original. Uh, I bought it. I bought uh-huh. it. I got that in DVD, and it said uh, this DVD may not show exactly how the film is supposed to be due to the fact. Basically, it's saying that the film is that old and the restoration might be shit. <laughs> so, the mad DVD version. I think the I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, don't fucking correct me because I don't care. The original kind of ended up the same as George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead, where. The copyright eventually fucked right. off, and anyone could just. Aye, release it was just like a kind of shady wee thing. That so there was folk releasing like copies of copies Aye. of copies. Yeah. So 
it kind of then there's certain ones like if you go on Amazon Prime there's like five different versions there Aye. one is a recent one that's actually been restored in colour which I think is nonsense because if the movie was meant to be in colour it would have been yeah but yeah it suffered from that which is kind of shit because the movie's brilliant I know you don't like it because you are a dare we say it celluloid racist and you only like colour and you don't like black alright <laughs> I don't like things that are in solely black and white. I like people of colour. Which I that, said, I mean, I mean, I think we're kind of try anti-racist. <laughs> we're trying to like mix into current racial problems by using words, but it doesn't. It doesn't work. I am definitely new blood. I think that any pre-technicolor can go and fuck itself and just die already. Which I said to Rudy that it's weird because you were born in nineteen canteen in the fucking time of silent movies and like when life was monochrome. So you think you're talking love? It. No, but I'm one of these modern people that move with the times. You know. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I watched um, House on the Tower, right? I'm Vincent Price, and you're invited to my party in the house on Haunted Hill, where so far the ghosts have murdered only seven people. So won't you come and make it eight? You'll see human heads without bodies. Ah! Mysterious pools of blood dripping from the ceiling. The walls move slowly in against you. Don't try to escape, you can't. The ghosts are waiting, so won't you join me in the house on Haunted Hill? Hurry, or you'll be late for your own funeral. A wee bit of info, 1959, directed by William Castle, starring Vincent Price, Carol O... something or other, I can't read my writing. Omar. Omar. She's in Spider Baby. Oh. Which is about half baby, half spider. (laughs) It's actually not, it's just a really good movie. And uh, Richard Long. So I don't know a bit of research to find out if Richard Long was any uh, relation, like a grandfather to Justin Long. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's not. He's not? But I did find out that Justin Long is now dating... Uh, the girl from Churches, which oh, is really? a Scottish band, so they've got to mention Scotland legitimately. I like her. Yeah. Nice. And she doesn't suffer people who try to hit on her on the street lately. I read this <laughs> interview. She's uh, she's definitely a, a feminist, and that's, you know, good for her. And everybody who has one. <laughs> don't try and hit on her on the street. Uh, Richard Long is also my porn name. Dick Long. <laughs> yeah, Dick Long. <laughs> so there right, you go. Right. Uh, so anyone that's not seen House in Haunted Hill, where the fuck have you been? Under a rock. Uh, it's about a billionaire who offers $10,000, which in 1959 was quite a lot of money. Yeah, but he also said that he had millions, so really, he's still being a stingy bastard. Aye, but if I'd get millions, I'm not going to get it to everybody else. I'm going to keep it. I'm not gonna, see, if I had millions, I wouldn't be giving it to anybody, not even £10,000, <laughs> so that's you know neither here nor there. <laughs> he offers $10,000 to five people who agree to be locked in a large, spooky, rented house overnight with him and his wife, who hate each other. Yeah. That's, that's just marriage though isn't it I lo- <laughs> I'm not married so <laughs> I don't know I love it but I'm sure it was like a PG rating when it came out well, yeah, whatever the ratings were back like then PG 13 or something like it was a PG for us you know Americans PG 13 and that just means pish no it means it's good do you know why it's good because Vincent Price liked it and you know that old saying the price is right I don't see the thing is I, I'm like not like a I mean I don't know where my, my note is where I said this like I'm not really like one of these Vincent Price purists I don't really care to be honest with you <laughs> um, I mean I guess he was alright 
Uh, here, I don't think I'm on the Vincent Price train. He, he's creepy, yeah, but I'm just not prepared to become like a, a huge fan. Though I do respect and appreciate uh, his contributions to cinematic horror throughout the years. That was me reading exactly what I wrote on my notes. It wasn't obvious at all. <laughs> Vincent Price, everything you've just said there is bullshit. Vincent Price You don't, is, you don't uh, respect his contribution I to respect, horror? Oh, I, sorry, okay. The first 80% of what you said was bullshit. The last 20 was okay, I, I'll agree with that. But his, all his performances are very camp, as they were with the time. But he engages the audience in every scene he's in. When I think of Vincent Price, I just think of the guy from Simpsons. Yes! <laughs> I for the stroke! There's few scenes where somebody will upstage Vincent Price. Very few yeah, scenes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'll agree with you. I mean, I, I, and the thing is, I don't tend to watch a lot of old black and white films. Because you're a racist. Because they, they bore me. But it does kind of keep your attention, but then it is only like 75 minutes long, so really it's not got a lot of time to, to lose your attention, you know? But uh, there is a good couple. I mean, it starts, I mean, see when it starts, it's like, it's just starting with like stock. CD or a stock record of, of Halloween sounds uh, in yeah. black and white what's wrong with that I mean it, it just scares everyone if you think about it from 1959 during a dark cinema scary movies haven't really happened no, you yeah, just hear that well, screaming that's the thing I can't really um, I can't really relate to seeing it in the time where you didn't know anything like eight when people it came still out. believe like um, King Kong and all the rest of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to gloss over your, your <laughs> ageist jokes uh, but uh, black and white I, I was kind of getting ready for this argument because I know you're a racist. Your mind colours it in. A bit like uh, Adam Sandler and Billy Madison. He's like, I painted the duck blue because I've never seen a blue duck and I just wanted to see one. So you can colour it in. You get engrossed in this picture because you're delving deeper. You're trying. You're going, oh, I wonder if her dress is pink or red. I don't ever do that. But you, so what you try to say that it's like a film with subtitles that you need to pay one yeah, attention you're, you're, because you can't... Yeah, you're engrossed in it. Yeah. And also... Unlike like Michael Bay films or kind of more recent ones, CGI isn't there to carry a weak plot or storyline. So more often than not, black and white films have brilliant storylines, brilliant acting, dialogue, real dialogue, because they don't have fucking these big car crashes to carry the movie along. It's all... Character yeah, driven. Okay, I I will I will agree. I will I, I, I will agree, but I still won't be running out to see them. I haven't seen Casablanca and I don't intend to. Um <laughs> I don't know what I've written down here. So i my next note is uh, I've written and I think it's a Vincent Price quote. It was my wife's idea to bring the guests in hearses. She has a sense of humour. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good impression or not. I've only watched one movie with a minute. So how how can you say you're not on the Vincent Price bandwagon if you've only seen one movie? This is like you putting under the skin in your top five <laughs> best mentions and you've only seen 25 fucking minutes yet. Apparently she gets completely naked at the end. I've not even seen that yet, so it's so definitely... It would your top five. <laughs> right, would you do it for $10,000 or whatever it is Fuck for inflation? Yeah. Nice, so that. It would be equivalent of $84,000 now, I think, with inflation. Oh, really? That's yeah. not that, that much. I'd want a million to, it, to stay in a house for fucking six hours or 12 hours. $84,000. A haunted house? A haunt- is it haunted though? Yeah, it fucking kills them all. Does it kill them all? Well, it kind of. I mean, it's the original who doesn't kill them all. Right. Well, who does it kill them? They all kill each other. Well, it's just not the house. I know, but it's still because they went to the house though. That that no, happened. because they believe that it was haunted and it just like mad hysteria. 
and then like a kind of fake death plot thing which we'll get into so the house doesn't do anything so for £84,000 £84,000 I would fuck that house if however you fuck a house <laughs> I would just go like I mean if I'd went like that they'd be saying right, okay this is going to be your room for the night I'd be like okay well this is where I'm going to stay for the night <laughs> catch you later in six hours um, I, I tend to find it I get mixed up between the, not the original but both movies the original and remake and the original remake of another movie uh, the, the, the Haunting Mm-hmm. I've never seen the original Haunting either but I've seen the remake but it's in my top three movies of all time <laughs> <laughs> the, um, no I've never seen it because it's black and white but the, it's the one is uh, um, Liam Neeson and Catherine Zeta-Jones yeah that one was shit as far as remake you I know, mean, it's kind of like on the same scale for me do you know I think it was like nah. we'll, we'll kind of get to the remake like discussing the remake of uh, House on Haunted Hill when we get to it but I mean the way that they kind of use CGI and whatever else there was, uh, a, there was a part in there was a part in uh, the remake uh, the, the haunting that scared the shit out of me was it when the faces came out the wall? no when the, fa- when the lassie who was the main character's face changed to make it look as if she was half the other woman and she looked in the mirror it was just so it should just look unnatural you know the way that when um, Zelda from Pet Cemetery comes running out uh-huh. know, and that was like that it just fucking stuck with me I only picked up the original in fact kind of for this podcast as in this episode and I fucking loved the original but again I find black and white and then comparing it to the Liam Neeson one, which I rented from the ice cream van when I was <laughs> younger, it, it's night and day. Like, the, the remake just does not hold up well. And I like Liam Neeson. Yeah. But it, it, it's shit. And not in the way that all, all remakes are shit, because yeah. they're not. Some remakes are fucking brilliant. Yeah. But uh, I wasn't keen on yeah. that. So back to House Non Detail, they get shown the basement and they get shown the, the acid bath that uh, kills takes everything with flesh and blood and just leaves the skeletons yep. um, so that's just like foreshadowing but everybody goes back out the basement and then old uh, Dick Long does a rapey move and shuts her, shuts the basement he just totally just shuts her in the basement what do you think? <laughs> if my name was Dick Long I'd, I'd do rapey like that as well old timey guys were so rapey and everyone was uh, okay with that times times have changed times have it's changed only kinda, well, it's only kind of mid-noughties where folk have actually stopped being stop naughty being, <laughs> stop, 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 stop uh, being okay with rating uh, right I have read so there's a, there's a scene happens with, was it a ghost there's like an old granny that screams and then rolls past and roller skates like I mean I was I didn't know what was going on when she's revealed is it the first time they're saying there's one reveal where they're tapping in the wall and she turns around and the old woman's there that's a that's a great jump scare, especially from nineteen fifty nine. Yeah. But it's a she's a blind caretaker. They kind of explain. Right. I mostly. Must have been not paying attention when that was explained. Which I don't understand because the whole point of caretakers to look after the building. How can she do that if she can't fucking see? So it wasn't a ghost, but it's made to, it's made to think that it's a ghost. Then a wee blind yeah. woman. Which is is a much scarier than a wee blind woman? Probably not. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so there's a scene where they're up in the bedroom corridor. And Mano is, how can she not hide herself? She comes running around and says, uh, it must be Dick Long again, and says, hide me! And he just opens the nearest door and they go inside. Like, how could she not, not like, hide herself? Old-fashioned woman, eh? They're such a pain in the arse. What's but, changed, eh? <laughs> no, but they don't do anything for themselves. They're just so weak in but these old movies. Again, at that time, the males were seen, obviously, as the more... Oh, is, is that your chicken? That's my chicken, that's my chicken. Hi, all you teenage comet zombies. This is Kelly Maroney, and you're listening to Scott and Liam versus Evil. So now that you're back, is yes. this it's barbecue weather. I mean, this is the sun- sunniest day of the year. It was anyway. Actually, it was fucking roasting. I had to stop and get shorts because my balls were sticking I to know. my thighs. I I definitely um, understood the the term swamp pass. 
used to do. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, back then, males were the more dominant. So women, maybe were then, they had to be made to be inferior in cinema. Yeah. No, the audience wouldn't have believed a woman who could run and hide herself. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say a woman, way more chance of hiding herself than I have in a situation like that. I mean, I've, I mean, I don't know where you are in your notes, but I'm kind of towards the end right now. The end is definitely the, the best part <laughs> of the whole fucking movie, right? But they take the guy in, right? So they pretend, or they've shot Vincent Price, and yep. they roll him into the, the acid, and then it cuts away, and it comes back, and then this is when it goes all... And then the lassie comes in, who's his wife, and I think you find out that she's been planning or whatever. She's Her and the psychiatrist... Behind are planning to Kill knock off Vincent Price. Price okay. yep. And then Vincent Price's skeleton comes rising out of the uh, the vat of acid and then it just starts, it's the best <laughs> like crap graphics ever where it walks about, puts his hand on her shoulder and then she gets to the edge of the acid and stands there for like 20 minutes where it comes up and then just loosely just touches <laughs> her and she falls in and it's so fucking brilliant until the next scene where it's covered in hundreds and hundreds of wires and he comes out with this big stupid contraption <laughs> as if he's been making it move that like as if you've been puppeteering it but it's just so it's a double twist it's brilliant I mean it's a double twist but it's not something I mean looking at it there's no way that he could have made that skeleton move also they threw his body out of the acid so why is he not dead how can he not he's controlling the strings he's scared everyone enough to make them think that there's ghosts so maybe a skeleton has come out of the acid I don't I don't um... although the acid would probably burn the strings as he was pulling it out the water. Yeah, it would never have worked. It would never have happened because it's not real bones. I, as I've <laughs> written here, for when the, when the skeleton starts to come up, I was like, oh, it's good that the bones have all stuck together, eh? Oh, wait, they're ghost bones. Lovely. <laughs> That's when it starts walking about. Uh, but William Castle was known during all his films to kind of engage the audience. He had one called The Tingler, where on your seat there was little electric shocks. It's like... Oh, so he so assaulted the audience <laughs> yeah, as well. They pulsed through your seat as the tingler was tingling. Right. Uh, this one, as the skeleton comes out, they had rigged up a skeleton that would come from underneath like underneath the screen at the side and rise up at the same time the skeleton did and then fly across the audience. Which would then is that terrify. Kind of, is that then they kind of used that? Was that maybe the nod the head was in Scream or Scream 2 when they were showing Yeah, Stab but it was it running across. across. That's exactly what they nod to. Uh, I they had to stop using it because the kids that were coming started bringing BB guns to try to shoot the skeleton. <laughs> so it was just fucking carnage. It was like a, a real early day prehistoric cinema shooting. Love but it. with BB guns. But that shit, that shit's clever for the 50s to engage the audience by fucking putting shocks through the seats and stuff like that. That's It's, it's clever. It's, it's also it's 4D. shocking. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't even read my writing here. I thought the skeleton with the light push was bad enough, but then the puppet strings, jeezo. You're sounding so intelligent the way you slowly read <laughs> each word. I can't, I can't read my writing. The skeleton's played by himself. Did you see that in the credits? No, I didn't know. <laughs> he said skeleton by himself. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, Lauren came in when I was watching that end part and she said um, there was a skeleton in her um, biology class and they called it Kitty Trunkinson. <laughs> Kitty Trunkinson? Uh, I don't know why. What did you rate this movie? I really enjoy this. Eight. I've always enjoyed I, it. I mean, I the only thing I really figured out was that back in those days, women just scream, and they have a lot mm-hmm. of scenes where they scream and scream and scream. So I gave it six screaming birds out of ten. But imagine being in a dark cinema where things like that don't happen, and 
it's like the sounds cracked no. up. You're just hearing a woman scream. That that's that's frightening. I get it, but I'm not for the fifties. I'm no an idiot. I but it's not like being an idiot. Bear in mind, it's like cinema still. It's new kind of heady in a way. I know, but I, but I was never ever there. I didn't experience that. Wait, I'm watching it in my house on a telly and it's on a smaller screen than my telly screen actually is because it's not big enough to fit my telly screen. You need to, you need to get engrossed in the storyline and the plot, not just look for the big scary non-string scales. Look, it was, it was, it was alright. It's better than alright. It's six. Ah, Vincent Price is amazing and therefore everything he's in is at least a seven. <laughs> everything. I'll need to see more Vincent Price to see if I am... Um, yeah, before if, you uh, fucking write him off. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so then got a house, a house and haunted hill from nineteen ninety nine, directed by another William, William Malone. Yes. This Halloween, six strangers have been invited to a party. If they can stay up till dawn, they'll win one million dollars each. The only catch is that they'll have to live through the night. Let the games begin. Jeffrey Rush doing his best Vincent Price impression. Did you find out why that happened? I don't know. Well, they called his character Stephen Price, so I knew that was always a nod to the head to the original. The so. Stephen Price was a nod to the head, but Jeffrey Rush said he wanted to play it like John Waters, the director, with a little pencil yeah. kind of moustache. And Kids come up to me in airports and say, you were on The Simpsons. That's like a kid. The only reason they know me, you know. But children always seem to like me, which makes me nervous. You know, I'll be sitting in an airport and a strange child will walk over to me like this. Like pick him up, up. God, you know, and the parents like glare at me. Because I look like a child molester, I know. So I'm really nervous. And then we done that, the director was like, yeah, I should look so much like Vincent Price, we should just, we should keep us in that. that, that's brilliant. And then that's why he done it, which is quite good. Um, from Kay Jansen. Who, swing. Aye, and what else is she in? Because I know she's in Hunter. She is in Goldeneye. She plays, is it on her top? The lassie that strangles you when you're oh, having sex oh, with her legs. legs. Oh. Yeah. I get her mixed up with um, her and Trini for the Matrix. I don't know why. Famke Janssen's like a foot and a half tall. I know. I, mean, I I I know. I could pick them. I could tell the difference. But from my head, the name I always associate with Trinity for the mm-hmm. Matrix. But uh, I know the difference. Uh, T Diggs, who is a builder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, Jeffrey Coombs is, Coombs is in there and he's obviously in Karate I hairdresser he, uh, he's in some cracking uh, B movies so the he's reanimator being one of them which we, was a, we attempted to be our very first episode but I got way too smashed in the bottom bug pass and that was a write off <laughs> I think I've still got that saved we should release that as a bonus I bet, yeah point. yeah absolutely right. so when we start a Patreon that's what, that's what it'll be the first level will get that sh- fucking ridiculous riot and uh, Peter Gallagher who if you remember an episode before you thought somebody else was the guy from the OC 
this is, this the, is guy the guy for the OC. Uh, Chris Catan from Night at the Roxbury. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ali Latter from. Uh, I always, I've always fancied that. Destination. I've always, I don't know, there's something about her. I think she looked like a girl I knew growing up. Yeah. Who I fancied. Because she was, she's very girl next door, isn't she? She doesn't, she's not yeah. like overly ridiculous. Like she looks as she, she always seems quite dark and sad, and I think there's just something in me that just wants to love she her. She seems quite b- bitchy in this movie, to be honest. Yeah, still sexy. It's a double shit. Who's the guy, who's the guy who, who is Jeffrey Rush's like kind of we organiser in the house? What the hell is he in? I meant that's, to look him that's up. That's Chris Catan. And what is he in? Night at the Roxbury. And what else is he in? Uh, Saturday Night Live. He's in that, uh, the, oh, what's the Western zombie film? It's like Undead or Alive. What else is he in? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the spot here. Right. No, uh, no, that's not the guy. It's uh, Max Perlich. He was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but I think I know him from Sometimes They Come Back For More, the sequel to a Stephen King film. I just sort of remember his face and the way he talks, I think. Uh, I, I, I can't... I'm not picking out exactly, but that's who, who, who I'm thinking of. But um, also, uh, James Masters is in this movie. He is. I was like, I was like, when, I was, like when was this um, was this made? Like, surely uh, Spike was mega famous by then, but 1999, Buffy, no, yeah, Buffy was he early 2000s? No, I think Buffy, he was in at least, 90s Buffy. Yeah, yeah like think. 97 to 99. Yeah. That's a good three years, so it's a really small part for, for, for him, you know? Yeah. The storyline's pretty much the same, except it's an amusement park mogul offers a group of diverse people $1 million each because of inflation to spend the night in a haunted house with a horrifying past. It's actually like a haunted asylum. Oh, it's, it's, I mean, is, is this for real, man? This intro is like the mental patients and mental psychiatrists. It's such a 90s trope. It's like, that house, for, for a start, would simply not exist. The, the, you know, the architectural standing <laughs> of it, you know? And the fact that the way that they say that the asylum's supposed to be, it just is not shit. But is not is that not what old no. asylums used no. to be like? Not to mention the fact that a surgeon wouldn't work in a psychiatric hospital. It would be psychiatrists. I mean, not if they're doing operations. No, but they, don't need to op- they don't need operations! But you do. Nah. Crap. Crap. They were taking like brains out of people and putting them in other people and trying to make like hybrid mental monsters. Nah. It's all true. But so basically, I so have you still got the synopsis, sorry. Uh, that is the synopsis. Aye, the um, patients all turned against the mad doctor and killed everybody, and the whole place went on fire. And there was only and a couple like, of people. Yeah, left. I think five, five survivors. The roller coaster at the start of this, is I went on eleven so times. One Monday, oh, because I got a cue skip. I went I on it. I probably went on it the same time that this movie was come out. Because oh, really? I was there. I was in Florida. And it was it's the Hulk for Miles Islands uh-huh. of Adventure minus the. Um, oh shit! That's when I I was in. I moved to Hamilton in 2000. Oh no, I was there in the summer of 2000. I, I can't remember when it was. I bought Take Off Your Pants and Jacket in America, so whenever that came out, which is 1999, 2000, uh, we might have been there the same same year. Ah. Uh, so I knew, I knew it was like an just um, after it run about this film, but it was obviously minus the uh, VR elevator yeah, and the, the crappy hologram carriage flying off the rails, but yeah, it was the Hulk. I loved the bit, even though James Masters got a little part in this, I loved that in that they're in a lift and there's the. It's like a simulator as if the lift's crashing. And as it falls... He's trying to jump off. He jumps. <laughs> at 27, I still... Still believe that would yeah, work. I don't understand how it would work. You would probably be on the roof of the elevator all the way down because of the because it's pulling you down and then you just fucking slam on the ground. Not if you jump at the last minute. See, this is like a trick because you survive a plane crash by jumping at the door at the last minute. You probably could. No, you can't. You can't. I don't understand That's not it. because it just physics doesn't allow you that to work. I don't, I don't believe... It doesn't matter. 
if I jump, like if I fall off a ladder, and um, like I'm standing on the ladder and it's falling, and I jump off it just at the last minute, I probably won't hurt myself. That's well, okay. We I, right, after we finish recording, I think we should go at the back and test these days. You've got, Have you got a lift at the back? I've got a shed. So when you jump off it, just before you hit the ground, make as if you're going to jump off something. I mean, the, the, the shed's then got to fall. Right, well, why don't you um, stand on something and then jump off it just as before you hit the ground? Well, what? Cause, well, no, because you're probably going to jump straight. If you if I'm on a chair and you push the chair over and I jump off the chair before I hit the ground, I'll be fine. Well, if you fall off the chair, you're going to be fine falling off a chair anyway. Well then, it works on a lift as well. Not in that lift because you weren't you weren't falling, so they wouldn't you would they wouldn't feel like falling. So that's just crap as well. It means that the two people inside that lift are pussies. Or if the lift is crashing, if you grabbed up on the roof and pulled yourself up at the last minute, you'd be fine. I think so you know it's something I don't want to test. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the start of the movie when um, Famke Janssen's in her bath and she's watching like a oh, I but saw, true. I saw her <laughs> in the bath. She's uh, watching like a strange but true episode and it's talking about the the house that they're going to go and stay yeah. and uh, there's a skeleton like. On the screen, oh, with them. I said, "Is that an order of the head?" I said, yeah. "I'll wait and see if a skeleton turns up and see if that's an order of the head." It will be. And I disappointingly found out that yes, that was the order of the head. <laughs> skeleton. Are you going to shoehorn Walking Dead in yet, or are you going to wait till later? I don't know if I can. Special yeah. effects were from Greg Nicotero. Oh, well, I did say that the practical effects were quite good in this movie, so that must be why. Practical effects were good in this movie. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Practical effects were fucking Well, horrendous. I said they were good. I said they were good when he got stabbed in the neck with pencils at the start. The practical effects in the nineteen fifty nine house in Haunted Hill were better than the practical effects. No, in this pra- one. the practical effects were all right. Sorry, the yeah. CGI effects. Oh, are the practical garbage. effects weren't that good either. There was only like two or three of them. Like when he was cutting the body. Yeah, when, when he got stabbed like, in the neck with pencils, the blood looked good. It looked like it looked like jam. No, it looked better than like fucking it some like shit body. Jam. Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah. So I can't I can't believe I actually I, I beat you to your Walking Dead shoehorn. I never noticed. I honestly never noticed. I was watching it on the, the laptop with earphones and I could barely even hear it. <laughs> We're brilliant at reviewing movies. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so this time when they when they turn up they turn up in limos and the guy you were talking about Chris Catan he meets him at the front door. They're still in Hershey's. That is an honour. Is it still Hershey's? They still right. turn up in Big Hershey's. Um, and limos. they get told to get out of the cars and walk up the driveway and then. Yeah, this is where Ali Latter is a bitch and steals the torch off Chris Catan. The torch is fucking useless. There is no need for that torch whatsoever. It's kind of useful though when they then go into the house and obviously due to some sort of dodgy electrics, every single bulb in this house is failing at the same time yeah. and they're all flashing. I don't know what the odds are that every bulb in the house <laughs> fails at the same time, but it's happened. Uh, there's quite a good nod to the head in this one. And the original it was a fallen chandelier. Um, the guy saved the girl from which it wasn't, wasn't going to hit her it was nowhere near her he didn't need to save her and this one it's always never a hit her he actually pushes her closer to yeah, <laughs> closer, uh, yeah, to cl- yeah closer, closer <laughs> to danger but it's almost like a, but that's, I think that's an order head to the rapiness because he like pushes her down and lands right on the back with her penis with the penis right up against her bum are you saying that because he is a man of uh, of ethnicity absolutely not if, if black guys can be rapists white guys can be rapists Native Americans can be rapists. Um, do they do they like being called Native Americans? Is that is that the general term now? Yeah, well, would you call them Indians? No, I, I couldn't remember what the accepted term was. Native Americans. No, that's fine. Savages. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what they called them back in the day, and that's why you call them Native Americans because they were there first. So I didn't think I I couldn't remember this film until the windows get sealed. Ah. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I do remember this film, and I remember how it ends. And it's still such a weird security measure to put in an asylum. Yeah, I don't know why it was there. They lock you in like a big fucking concrete Shit, casket. Shit, they open it up and fire. 
<laughs> it's quite annoying. Quite annoying. There's a scene right where we're um, um, Tay Diggs and Ali Latter's kicking about in the basement, and they've changed it so it's not a vat of acid anymore. It's a big bucket of blood, mm-hmm. and you see Tay Diggs just kind of get possessed and fall in it. So then she's trying to dig in and try and find him, and then he comes to the door that he never fell in. That she was like possessed to see this, uh-huh. and he's like, "What are you doing?" So then they're like, "Oh, whatever," and they come out, and then they come in raging. But she was like halfway in this vat of blood, covered in blood, and in the next scene, she's just like got two wee specks in her face and just washing her hands. She dried herself. Too bit too well. <laughs> in my eyes. See you when this first came out, because this was one of the early, probably remakes. And came out like way before the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one and shit like that. I really enjoyed it, but I was young enough to go, oh man, blood, blood guts. Watching it back now, it does not hold up well. Even though the cast is good. Yeah. And Ali Latter's a babe. Famke Janssen's a babe. The other girl's a babe. The other girl's a babe. The movie's pretty shit. Yeah. There's not there's not really like a, a decent storyline that kind of keeps you interested as it, as it goes through. Which I'm surprised at with Jeffrey Rush, because Jeffrey Rush is an excellent actor. Yeah. I mean, it's less boring than the original, but it's still pretty shit. Fuck off. The original is not boring. I don't know. I, I, I think the fact that the short run time in the original and the fact that it kind of gets to the end based on script is... I'll probably will watch it again, so maybe I, maybe I was hasty with my original. So, uh, slowly, I'm going to get you around to black and white... Well, no, recommend some black and white horrors to me. People that are listening get in the Facebook group and recommend me some black and white horrors, like old-fashioned. All all the Universal Monsters. I know, but I don't know. I was going to buy that £15 gear. I I paid fucking 60 quid for it when it came out. Oh, maybe I should have bought it then. I didn't Uh, bother. The Invisible Man is excellent. Is that just, like, rapey as well, though? No, it's not as rapey as Kevin Bacon's Hall Man. Yeah. (laughs) Which... It's very rapey. I forgot how rapey it was until I listened to Horror Movie Nights episode. The, yeah, I thought the other episode as well, and it's the CGI boobs getting fondled and uh, stuff. <laughs> and I was... Yeah, Hollow Man was one of the first DVDs I ever bought. It was three for, like, 50 quid out of game in Brayhead. And it was Hollow Man, Mission Impossible 2, and The Patriot, and they were my first three DVDs. And I remember loving Hollow Man. It's only when I listened to that episode, I was like, oh my God, it was just Kevin Bacon's dick. And raping was I don't, I don't remember his dick being in it, but I've only seen it once. Oh, but I, I feel as if I want to go back and see it after listening to the horror movie episode. But uh, very rapey. My question is why do these rooms exist? But I don't know where they are at this point. So maybe would it not that. be the room of blood? No. Maybe. No, I can't remember. The either. next the next note is uh, this film is just a non-event. So <laughs> the, so nothing's really happening. It's like they've got the relationship. The same as the original, they've got the relationship between Price and his wife. his wife, and they've got the thing that she, Famke Janssen, is... Banging the OC. The OC guy, yeah. who's a psychiatrist, and together they want to knock off <laughs> Price, but they can't just do it. They've got to have somebody else kill him. So then she can be like, oh my god, oh, I was just trying to see yeah, him, yeah, but yes, I faked yeah, him on yeah, death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all similar to the original. But it relies too heavy on the, the kind of CGI and the fact that the building is haunted which I think is kind of nonsense because it, the building's not going to kill you it should be better it, I think they should have stuck more with the original that it's the people that then start killing each other it's, it's the hysteria yeah. rather than it actually being a big haunted building yeah I yeah before we get to the that end part of that movie when he's down in the basement and um I think is he is he been shot? He's been shot like ten times, and then he's put, he, show, he shows that he's he was wearing like a, a practical effects vest uh-huh. because he's like the 
Prank Master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so and all the guns had uh, blanked him. So Pimpy Jansen reveals her plan to him, and then he like, wakes up and says, "Right, you bitch," and then like strangles her. Then she Does he say, "Right, you bitch." I, I, I'm sure that was the line. Um, <laughs> and then she gets up to get a scalp on Sadler and says, "Maybe I've never been stabbed before, but when she scalped me once, she'd get a hook to the chops and a boot right in the swimsuit area because I'm like fucking, you know what I mean? I'd be like, that's that's not what would do me in." But he lets her stab him like ten times. It probably hurt, and it's no, your, it would, oh, it would hurt, and it's your wife doing it. Maybe you're like so taken aback and surprised, which it wouldn't be in this movie because they fucking hate each other. Yeah, you know she's going to stab you. No, but then at the end, when he when he gets her to the point, or when he pu- pushes her right through the, no, still is stabbing. The room. Maybe he's like, he doesn't he doesn't hook her because he's going. Oh my god, my wife's just stabbed me. He's still in shock, so she just keeps yeah. stabbing him. But then, but, yeah, yeah, because then he push, pushes her into the other room, and then he's like, no, actually, fuck, get up, get up, get up. Yeah, and then. Is this when it then all That's when the ghost shook her into like the thing, and then it's like a. That is, I I forgot that that was the ending to this the, one. The the CGI thing just kind of opens up like a an ink blot test, mm-hmm. and then it kind of goes further out like a like a like she, satanic he, he throws her through the door that is meant to like where all the the souls are where the darkness yeah. lives, and then that's when it comes out and envelops her and horrible CGI. Terrible, terrible yeah, CGI. So dated. It ruins it ruins the whole end of the movie. If the movie the movie should if I had an R ending, it would be an okay movie if you watch. That ending is just it's just daft. Like I've got I mean I don't really know what I've fucking written here or something. I've I've written run where you dick, but I don't know somebody's obviously shouted run, but then there's like they've <laughs> to go. But they get up to the attic and they get out one of the shut windows and um oh, just before that happens it's like chasing them up the stairs in the darkness thing forms into Famke Janssen still all the yeah, dark yeah just her, her face and yet the girl looks at her as if oh oh it's you it's like well it's not her she's an inkbot why aye. are you even falling for that just keep fucking running yeah keep fucking running aye keep and running and then they go up to the loft which is where you do and it's basically the house has chosen everyone because they're all relatives of the five survivors oh, I, 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 know, I was fucking jumping over that as well man yeah but it then brings up the Best line since Not the Bees from uh, The Wicker Man, where Tay Diggs shouts, I'm adopted! <laughs> and the house decides to let him out because he's adopted. That's right, he did shoot that. And they but open so, the door. Somebody says pulleys or something. Like, how's this done pulleys or something? And I said, that's a reference to the original as well. And it is actually in control by pulleys because Chris Catan's ghost appears from the darkness oh man that is the that is the worst part of the movie I completely forgot about that fuck me you know what it looks the like? ghost saviour so shit cheesy oh my god do you know what it looks crap. like what? The fucking Shakespeare or something no the ending Casper the very first Casper oh, ending, man. where he becomes a little ghost boy and him and Christina Ritchie are going to bang but they're still Wayne's they can't bang even though it'd be quite sexy because I quite like Christina yeah. Ritchie and then so I seen that I was like oh it's fucking Casper man that's not that, you shouldn't be allowed on 18 no they, um, the, but when they get outside the window I mean it's a good job there's a huge ledge there eh? uh, <laughs> but see like the end part when they just find the check and she picks it up and goes what is this why would you just pick up a random bit of paper and go what is this but then hand it to him if you want to know what it is uh, fucking home it are the women fucking incapable of doing stuff for themselves in this movie as well as they were in the older movie but maybe that's a nod to the older movie <laughs> uh, but they find the, the five one million dollar checks yeah if this was a whole scam for his wife to try and kill him but he was going to double cross her would the checks actually be viable? I mean if if, if, if both of them are dead I don't think you can cash a dead man's check 
probably could. So as, long as, as, long as, as long as you get there before the I was reading somewhere down. that they say apparently if is you can check you can cash anything if it's as long as a bit of paper you can cash it if it's written and signed. I don't know if that's true or not. Could. Oh well, yeah. As long, even if they're dead, as long as you you go before the bank find out they're dead. But then yeah, it's, so they're sitting in this ledge which is like fucking five miles up in the air. There's no other escape. The only door is the door that the the house ghost has just shut. And then they're like, oh, how are we going to get down? And they don't even bang. And the movie, they don't bang because it's like quite a small ledge and it's Tay Diggs. There's a good chance he's hung like a fucking bull. He could just it, bang away right off the ledge and get away with five million for himself. <laughs> how how do they get down? They don't. They don't. They, they can't get down. There's no way they can get down. That's it. Game I've over. I thought about it. If they took one of the checks, because there's five one million pound checks, ripped it in half and wrote in the back, they need a pen or just write it in blood. If you save us, we'll give you the other half of this check and then make a paper aeroplane, we'll fuck it off the building and eventually Into somebody the sea, will find it. And then you're going to be there for fucking ever. It's not really near the sea. It's only the bad CGI makes it look it's in the middle of the sea. Before that, it's not. So, I think they could have done that. I think they it's nonsense. bang themselves to death. I think that's pretty much how it's going to have to go. To be honest, I can imagine Tay Riggs would completely bang Ali Latter to death. <laughs> like, uh, I think so. I, I could see that happen. I've uh, I've said that this was uh, better than the original, uh, but it just falls flat, especially with no walking skeleton. <laughs> so it's better than the original. Are you still are you going to stay? I don't know. That? I might can't. I might can't. Well, I I gave this one seven, uh, and how my my writing actually went was I know I've mentioned it already in the episode, but my writing was a uh, seven bad CG. Wait, was there no boobs in this movie? Out of ten. <laughs> I, I'm like, it's quite easy like I'm surprised you've never been sexually molested <laughs> it's so easy to convince you how like the guy I am the way I am <laughs> it's so easy to convince you to change your mind <laughs> Was that like, so you're that? so adamant that the new the remake is so much better and I'm just going to look at you and go is it or maybe not then maybe I'll watch it again is it okay actually the other one's better no, but the thing is it didn't offend me that much so maybe it wasn't that bad the black and white one it just was kind of bone so that's the only thing it's, it's not bone though if, if you get engrossed in the story. Do you know what? Do you, have you watched any Alfred Hitchcock? No. Right. What I've got the birds taped on the box that I might watch. I've watched Psycho before, but I mean, sorry, I want to watch Rear Window. Rear Window, watch, Rear uh, Window is. I think I watched Strangers in a Train one day, and that was good. Strangers in a Train is brilliant. Rear Window is. It's probably one of my favorite movies. See, uh, but I've watched Disturbia, and that's better. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, you filthy pirate hooker. That is not the case at all. Rear Window. Your top fives and top tens change all the time, but Rear Window would always be in my ultimate top five movies of all time. It's just. So I will give them a go. I will give them a go. Give oh, me a recommendation of black and white movies, and people listening to give me recommendations of black and white movies that I should try to enjoy, so that I can enjoy black and white movies. They're, they're, everything about them, they're so engrossing. Whereas now, you can carry it on in a fucking a loose plot with a couple of little fucking funny quips and a car chase. Whereas, why not? Why, let's not go back to the fucking... It's the beauty of modern cinema. No. Troma have used the same car chase in like every single one of their movies, like the actual verbatim... Yeah, and look how, well, look how well Troma are doing. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got to go back to the golden age of cinema. Like, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart's my favourite actor. And he's just... Every scene, he's in, he steals. Things, I don't like... I don't not like old films. Singing the Rain's one of my favourite films. Gene Kelly is fucking amazing. I could watch him dance all day. And the fact that he used to he used to slap um, De- uh, Debbie Reynolds about because she was going to do the dance right. 
So that's why I like it. I love it. Because he's a man's man. Because there's some severe domestic abuse there. <laughs> you love it, right? Cool. So what did you give? What did you give that movie? What did you rate it? Uh, originally, I would have, I would have said yeah, a fucking seven or eight. Now the ending is so flat it ruins it. Four. Aye. A four. A four. A four. 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 Shitty Chris Kattan ghosts. I might, I might, um, I might, I might flip. I'm going to give uh, the original seven and the remake six. Oh, is it so it. easy to convince? Take your clothes off. <laughs> Dance. <laughs> <laughs> From one very morbidly depressing ending to another, Georgie Romero has passed. It was sad. Uh, I don't make any jokes. It was unexpected to his fans because he was still planning on making new movies, planning mm. on coming back to conventions. But I believe it was a short, aggressive battle with lung cancer. Um, Just horrible seeing someone that, like, knowing that that's the end of someone who you've looked up to you might not know them but you've looked up to for yeah. so long because yeah. they're such a like prolific part of your kind of cinema childhood and I bring especially you who like, like yeah zombies films as well yeah, absolutely yeah it's and it, it was, it's been good seeing that online like 99.9% of talking about him has been how great he was how much he's influenced other movies and current TV and like I know you hate The Walking Dead but he like, influenced that the whole zombie genre modern zombie yeah. genre influenced a lot yeah, and a lot of other different techniques stuff it wasn't just zombie movies he made he's made some great ones like Martin is a fantastic movie mm-hmm. um, and, and people saying that when they met him at conventions he was like the nicest guy always mm-hmm. the time he speak to fans sign everything anything pose for pictures he, he, he was seems to be the nicest guy and and, and when I say 99.9% has been positive the only thing I seen that wasn't particularly positive was somebody say I didn't like his movies like no there wasn't it was nothing about, nothing yeah. about his character nothing yeah so the he, guys he was so ahead of his time casting a black guy in such a main yeah, role yeah and, and he slapped a white woman in the, in the, in the movie which at the time was yeah. completely unheard of and we know how you love women getting slapped sometimes <laughs> they deserve it <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just I'd see him go, and then Martin Landau after that, yeah. who I just love from Tim Burton's Edward, where he plays mm-hmm. like a dying Bela Lugosi and won the Oscar for it. And I've always after that I, I watched a few more of his movies in the past and thought he's a really fucking brilliant actor. Not as well known. It's yeah. sort of some like you don't when you think of great actors you don't think oh Martin Landau, but he really was up there. He's but he was brilliant. Yeah, and. But 89, he's had a good innings, so Godspeed, both of you. And then back to something else depressing, I know you want to cover Freddy vs. Jason. I watched, oh, <laughs> in the Facebook group, our friend James Beattie had said that he was going to watch through all Freddy's and all the Jason's, and give them a go, and read a, bit, a bunch of interaction throughout that, saying, <laughs> why are you putting yourself through this and stuff? And saying which I didn't movies, say that because I loved them. Yeah, <laughs> saying, saying which movies we loved and everything else. And I remember uh, my sister had commented saying um, that Freddy vs. Jason was crap and I said, well, that's the only bad one. And then I went into bed one night, stuck up the Netflix and thought, you know, I'll, get, I'll watch it. Realised that I'd never seen it before mm-hmm. and realised that it is, in fact, fucking awful. It's <laughs> genuinely, it's like one of the fucking worst movies I've ever watched in my whole entire life. CG is, CGI is terrible. The CGI Freddy cockroach thing that comes in <laughs> under the door, it was... God awful! It was. 
I enjoyed it. I, it I had fun when I was garbage. There. I mean, I enjoy. Uh, you can clearly see that Robert England is not taken Freddy seriously by this point. I think he stopped taking him seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Freddy too. <laughs> yeah, he started rapping. <laughs> <laughs> So that I mean that's quite funny and, and meeting Robert England that time when he was like doing the Freddie voice and giving a lot of time for his fans. I don't fucking Robert England, and Scott. But you know I mean that was so I, I appreciate that part, but just the movie in general was was, was garbage. It was awful. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm not really. I, I can't remember movie watching slip recently. I watched The Big Short. We now went on and on about The Big Short. It's like yeah. a financial movie. Yeah, it's yeah. actually really fucking good, but yeah. nothing to do with horror. And then I get new weed. I got weed. It was called Amnesia and. Me and Lena had a smoke and watched a movie. I forgot it. <laughs> I don't remember what movie it was. <laughs> like, literally, I do not remember what movie it was. It'll come at me. But it really is. It's fucking amazing. I can't... Like, Jay and I woke up the next day and I was like, what the fuck happened? It, like, it's amazing. So I was going to smoke it to watch House and Haunted Hill, but I'm so glad I didn't. Because then you would have nothing to say. <laughs> I would have then woke up and then spent... Well, wasted more time fucking watching the remake... And then they came back to me like, no, this is fucking shit. Remember last night when you were just stoned out your box like, laughing at the fucking CGI? <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't. But Police Academy. It was Police Academy. Oh. That's what Lena, uh, Lena, I mean, Lena's never seen Police Academy. Any? No, no, no. That's, that's something I miss for 80s movies. Steve Gutenberg. I wish he was still on movies. I don't know what he does these days or if he's even alive, isn't he? Is he alive? <laughs> yeah, he's alive. I miss the guy who makes the noises. The... Black guy makes noises. Yeah. I found yeah. out that he made the noises in real life and I was yeah. blown away. He still does stand up yeah. with that he just makes noises. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought you meant the, the I thought you meant the guy who uh, talks weird. Oh Bobcat. Bobcat Goldthwait. He was uh, he directed a movie that was in Horror Channel the other night there we watched it. Is it Sasquatch? No. No. He, he directed a Sasquatch movie, it's <laughs> on Shudder. It's actually really good. And he directed one with Robin Williams before he died called World's Greatest Dad and it's a brilliant movie. It, it cuts you deep. Mm. And it's also when I first realised that the song Changes by Tupac isn't actually originally by Tupac. Fucking it's dick. from I can't remember the guy's name. Oh shit. Anyway, ding da ding da ding. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Things will never be the same. That I guy. listen to the old smooth radio and stuff like that and see them at the time and think, oh yeah, if we ever go about rap and I'm like, wait, that's not, is that is that the original? <laughs> Samples. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I watched anything else. Um well what else can we talk about then? We are going to be at I think I don't know if we've if we spoke about it on the nope. podcast so this is an it's official it's been announced yep, so this is um, we're going to be at Glasgow Horror Con Popcorn Horror is creating a horror convention in Glasgow in Classic Grand on the 4th and 5th of November yep uh, downstairs if you're familiar with the Classic Grand they've got a downstairs floor and an upstairs floor uh, it used to be an old porno cinema it's just as easy to get fucked out of the first floor and the second floor as we've realised from nights out where we have been fucked out yeah. both, both floors <laughs> uh, so downstairs is going to be a convention style uh, place where it'll be uh, tables of people selling their horror gear and whatever else uh, horror, horror <laughs> and gear it's uh, Glasgow um, uh, we'll have a table down there and we'll be sitting there for both days um, so if you are in Glasgow or you can get to Glasgow get tickets come and see us on the Saturday night they're doing a club uh so we'll be st- I think we'll be staying after yeah, that we'll 100% up. be staying there upstairs during the convention is going to be short movies and I think feature length movies mm-hmm. and, and different you know events going on throughout the day there's a whole big stage set up it's really kind of cool and gothic inside upstairs it's, it's pretty cracking um, and then on the Sunday we have agreed 
to uh, go into a <laughs> podcast battle and we found out today that we'll be versing the podcast Under the Stairs uh, and they are a podcast from uh, hosted by Duncan McLeish and he is from uh, Falkirk and he is, I think it's guests he has on every time, most notably a guy called Baz that seems to be on um, most of the time and I think he's the guy that's coming with him because I'm assuming his name's Barry and I've seen that he's... I hope it is because the episode and I was listening to there, he is fucking hilarious. Yep, we, I watched, um, and I'll tell you right now what, what made me laugh out loud. I was li- listening, I was recommended to start the Leatherface episode, so I started at part one, and when he was discussing, talking through uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, said, This is pretty much how it goes. We were, we were, uh, we were introduced to um, Franklin, or as I will refer to him as Wheels. <laughs> I was just like, All right, okay, these guys are right up our street. So uh, we're going to go. I think it's going to be like a live debate. They're going to pose us questions, and then we'll have we'll have an answer. They'll have an answer, and it'll go kind of like that. I don't I don't really know, but it's should be fun. I don't I don't know what happened. What if it's like a tie? Do we just strip down strip. And foxy box? Yeah, that'd be quite cool. One hundred percent. Jelly wrestling. I one time went to a, a phone party in the classic ground and I had a cheeseburger in my back pocket. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I was in I was in uh, I was in a uh, tunnel. Uh-huh. Uh, with a bunch of pals that was a gay night I didn't realise it was good time I don't know, is I that how you got a cheeseburger uh, yeah so I went out and I, was, and I left my jacket and told him it was a great jacket it was an Angel's Navy it was an Atkiss jacket it was like a, it was quite like Tom's design I remember Angels this yeah. loved that jacket left it in tunnel went to uh, McDonald's uh, on Jamaica Street uh-huh. got myself a cheeseburger ran in a, um, two, two pals I know uh, they said they're going to a phone party. I put cheeseburger in my back pocket, went to the phone party, <laughs> and got soaking and had a great time. And woke up the next day with a squash cheeseburger in my back pocket. That's disgusting. <laughs> stayed in my pocket the whole time. <laughs> did you eat it in the morning? Of course I did. Yeah. So, um, you, so I might have a cheeseburger in my pocket and Liam might be soaking. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually thinking of not wearing pants for the full debate. Like trousers? Maybe both. I'm going to get a raging storm the whole time. We just hilarious chat. So. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it as well. I'm nervous as shit because I can't construct a coherent sentence at the best of times, let alone in front of people. I know. What they should do is just like make us like uh, the Wizard of Oz and put us behind the big curtain and we'll just talk through the microphone. When we used to play in the band, uh, every time I made a mistake, I played bass, every time I made a mistake, I'd turn round and face the back until eventually just every gig we played, I was just at the back, <laughs> just staring at the, the wall. Back. At some point, I didn't even turn on the bass up. <laughs> The same guy would try it, I turn it up, and then for the gig starting, I would just turn it right off. <laughs> you would think that that would be like his um, playing style, you know, like the guy from uh, Limp Biscuit painted himself completely. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, other people, like the guy from uh, Zebrahead before he left, before the new guitar, she used to like dance in a circle. <laughs> Liam stands and looks at the back of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Liam stands and shows everyone in the back of his sexy head. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you're in Glasgow, definitely come and check that out. Yes, that's on the fun. 4th and 5th of November. It is £20 on a Saturday, £20 on Sunday, £25 for Saturday with the nightclub, or £35 for the whole weekend, which I guess is a better deal because you're saving some money. And you can come and hang about with us and make us look popular and cool. We're going to have some stuff to sell. And raffles and prizes and all sorts of shit. Loads of drugs. We're not selling drugs. You can't, yeah, just... <laughs> Yeah, we we're going to sell. We're going to sell. What we're going to call them is um, DWDs. WDs. Yeah, DWDs. You know you get DVDs. Ah. Uh-huh. Well, we're going to sell DWDs. So if you ask for a DWD, you'll get a, a D. Dick. Weed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a dick weed. Hopefully, dick hopefully our chat will have vastly improved by the time the podcast battle comes, and we're not just selling. D- WDs. <laughs> Dickweed <laughs> Dick discs. Uh, 
What I think we might actually we should do is the VHS cases. We can maybe sell some of them. Yeah. As like weed tins. And you can put your DWDs inside those <laughs> cases if you want. You can put your DWD in anything you want. <laughs> uh, we might have t-shirts. We might have other bric-a-brac. Just we'll definitely have a wee raffle prize. So you know, but don't worry, we'll have a fucking hilarious chat and you can come and see us and if you're listening to this podcast and you're going to that event, you will know who we are. And really, we want to find the people who don't know who we are because that's who we need to recruit because we need more people to listen to. <laughs> but we need to, we need the, this cult isn't really, it's not going as fast as I would like. I'd like to be a cult leader by the time. Yeah, if, if, we all, if we all kill ourselves just now, nobody's going to get fucking bat an eyelid. We no. need more people. Yeah, we've got to at, le- at least another hundred people. I want, just a thousand. To... I want a thousand by the time we. I'm not planning to kill myself, but I kind of want to kill <laughs> No, we're not going to kill ourselves. They're going to kill themselves. <laughs> so, yeah, there's really good chat in the group just now. The, it's more active. There's yeah. a lot of exchanges, so join the group. Join the group. Search for it uh, on Facebook, Scotland versus Evil. You'll find it. Join the group. It's very, very simple. Send emails to us. Tell us about the show. Tell me black and white movies to watch. Tell Liam um, how to, I don't know. Stop being as sexy as he is. Yeah. It's impossible. Email Scott and Liam at Hotmail. No, don't. <laughs> Email Scott and Liam versus evil at Hotmail.com. Get us on Twitter as well. Uh, we love retweeting shit on that. So Scott and, at Scott and Liam versus. And we have... A Scotland Liam vs Evil Instagram page that we don't really use anymore so find us at Liam Hellcat <laughs> and it's at Scott underscore versus underscore evil on that and if you're going to be in the group by all means share everything and anything you want if you're going to pimp out your really really shit banter group yeah. <laughs> I'd prefer it if you didn't because, BJ yeah I wasted a lot of time there joining that group only to find out it was just people bitching about each other and then some admin on a power trip who then started deleting them all and then they were all calling her a bitch and she was saying fuck off this is my page and I was like what? what? why did I trust a guy called BJ? the only BJ I've ever trusted is Barney the dinosaurs little yellow friend oh green yeah, who is BJ? BJ? Green? I don't know I'm just thinking blowjob what are you talking about? BJ the dinosaur oh I went to see Barney the dinosaur once live you went to see Barney the dinosaur yeah, live? Yeah. and it was BJ's birthday wow it was, wow. it was fucking amazing Wow. I was, like my, six, I was like 16. Thinking, that's my own awesome impression. Wow. wow. <laughs> Have you seen that wow. video with the lightsabers? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so we'll see you guys in two weeks. Yeah, because I really need to go because I've left uh, Lauren in charge of the barbecue and you never leave a woman in charge of the grill. I go back to when we played as kids with things change. That's the way it is. Come on. Come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same That's just the way it is Oh yeah Oh come on That's just the way it is Things will never be the same That's just the way it is Oh yeah I see no changes, all I see is racist faces Place hate makes disgrace the racist. We under, I wonder what it takes to make this one better place. Let's see race the wasted. Take the evil out the people, they'll be acting right. Cause both black and white.